Some days, I don't know. Quartz, you're really giving uh, gypsy meets black girl meets girlfriends meets not Joan, but who's the bougie one? No, Maya. 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 Not okay. Ma- Maya's not the bougie one, but yes, Maya. That's what you're giving me. A little bit of Lynn with Yay. the turban. It's giving all kinds of greatness. Thank you so much. This look is for you, sir. I'm loving it. Thank you. This is one time special, though. You're going to only see this today. Why? What are you going to do with, with it afterwards? I feel like I'm going to lock it away for another year. <laughs> you're going to use it for your costume next year? I will. What kind of costume do you think you could use that for? I A fairy. A fairy? Yeah. Remember, I was supposed to be a fairy this year. I didn't get to do it. I still have like the different components. I didn't get to put it together. You know what? This is what's giving problems. That's why I had the echo. Can you talk now? Hola. Oh, there's no more echo. Perfect. Um, it's because I didn't have the other mics muted and I could hear feedback. But Hola. hopefully. Hola. I really can't hear myself. I mean, I could hear me, mm-hmm. but maybe I'm too close. I don't know. Maybe my maybe my mic is too high. Hello? Hola. All right. Please bear with us with the technical difficulties. Hello? Hola. You, you guys. All right. Quas is just going to keep saying hola. So, <laughs> um, but please bear with us and the technical difficulties. But welcome to the This Is 30 podcast. Yay. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be, a, what a time to be alive, right? Amen. Episode 98, happy Monday to all you beautiful people out there. Um, I don't know if you guys can hear static, but when I hear it, I hear static. Do you hear static? Quads? I can't hear static. Okay. I can hear you clear. I hear static, but maybe that's just a, a leftover from COVID. Okay, <laughs> maybe Should that's I back up. Maybe back that's up one of my mic? left one many. Maybe that's one of my many leftovers from COVID because yeah, I'm COVID free and Yay. finally, and this is the way to be. Like, Yay. and this episode, a lot of this episode is going to be about surviving COVID because let me tell y'all. COVID was, it was it. real. It was real. It, it was, was real. real. But um, beyond that, happy Monday to all you beautiful people. Shout out to all you people that are on your way to work. Um, you know, getting up, getting the kids out. I feel like I sound very staticky and it's really bothering me mentally. But I think that it's just my headphones. And I think that once I press on my headphones, then I can hear myself well do it so, like you're in the booth like do it like it's my b-day yeah do it like it's my b-day baby do, do, do it, it like, like it's, it's my b-day <laughs> <laughs> um i could hear myself a little bit better i think it's i don't know what's going on but i'm gonna stop complaining about it but yeah happy monday to all you beautiful people and thank you for tuning in to the this is 30 podcast i apologize i really do apologize for the two week it's actually been three weeks since i recorded oh. but the two week hiatus um I was depressed. I was going through a lot of things and I didn't feel like recording. So um, it was hard. But yeah. Anyway, but here I have my beautiful cousin with me. Her name Quats. is. Yes, Quatils is in the building. Quatils. Um, how are you doing, Quatly? I'm doing good. I'm happy to see you. I've missed you. I know. 
I missed you, my favorite male cousin. It felt like an empty hole in my heart. I'm like, oh my gosh, my favorite male cousin. I spent so long without human connection. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. No problem. Thank you for coming through per usual. Thank you, sir. Um, But yeah, we're going to start this podcast by talking about COVID quads. Okay. And I know that's going to involve me talking for a long time. That's definitely fine. I will be drinking as you talk. um, But yes, I had COVID. And on October 12th, I tested positive for COVID. And I probably had like a really good weekend. It was the weekend after (laughs) we went to Porta on Friday. I don't know where I caught COVID from I went to a party on Friday in Jersey City um I I work and I I mingle with about I have 80 like probably like 80 students or Mm -hmm. a little less maybe 70 something students I mingle with 70 something students a day I part-time work at CVS where I deal with hella customers so I had work on Friday saw all 70 of my kids went to Porta Friday night Mm mm-hmm uh had a blast with my cousin and our other friends saturday i went to cvs spent eight hours there and then friday i think i stayed home for the most part i think i went to visit my parents i went to their house hung out with them and then i came home and that was my weekend and on monday when i woke up i was effed up Mm. so on october 11th I was going through a lot of feelings. I was cold as hell. Mm -hmm. I was like freezing Mm -hmm. and I'm anemic. Like I found out I was anemic in like June, but like it was different. Mm -hmm. I was like really cold. And then um, I had a headache out of this world. It was like, and nothing was helping. Like, and then I went to work on Monday, my part-time job, because it was Columbus day, fake Columbus day. And I didn't feel well. I couldn't really eat. I went to Chick-fil-A. I didn't finish my food. And I was like, there is something wrong with me. And on October 12th, I decided to not go back to work. I decided to go to the urgent care. And my rapid test came back negative. Okay. And my flu test came back negative. But they were like, just wait for the PCR. Yeah, PCR. And we'll let you know. And I was just like, okay. So he was like, don't go to work for five right. days until your results come back. Because just in case, sometimes the PCR comes back positive. So I was like, okay. I still felt like crap. Mm-hmm. I was sleeping. I was fatigued. My body felt like somebody was boxing with me yeah. all day long. It was weird. I had sharp pains all over my body just random Mm -hmm. and then on wednesday in my head i was thinking i'm not negative i mean i'm not positive i went to go get my nails done Mm -hmm. and then at the nail salon they called me and they're like the city called me the city or the county Uh, um cal called me and they were like you're positive for covid and they were like you know you have to quarantine until blah 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 and i was just like oh man and you know it the the virus continued to do what it does mm-hmm. so i still had the body chills i still had uh intense cold mm-hmm. um fever i i when i went to the urgent care my fever my my temperature was 103 and they oh, were wow. like yeah you have a fever so um that's another reason why he said like don't go don't anywhere, go anywhere yeah. because he's like you have a lot of the symptoms so long story short i stayed home for about 
two and a half weeks, 17 days exactly. Um, and every day with COVID, you kind of have a new symptom. I lost my appetite completely. I never lost scent and smell, but right now what I'm dealing with is like parasmia or paramzia. I don't know how to say it properly, What's but that? it's uh, your scent and your taste is distorted. So a lot of things taste spoiled to me okay, or they smell rotten to me. Like my deodorant smells like it stinks. Okay. When I brush my teeth, my toothpaste tastes horrible. Okay. Um, a lot like meats and chickens taste spoiled to me. Okay. I, right now, I'm, I feel like I'm starting to develop um, my taste back, mm -hmm. my regular taste back. But I can always still taste a little bit of spoiledness with mm -hmm. whatever I'm eating. So it was really hard to eat. In the beginning, I lost my appetite. Then I could eat. Then after that, my scent was on a thousand. And it's like I could smell everything. Um, so did you like in turn a weird into way? A into a mutant did you like like your smell was like at, on a, a hundred where you could smell like a fire that's like in california no somewhere? not like that but like i the first time i noticed it i was eating like thai food oh. and it had shrimp and chicken in it and i kept smelling the chicken and shrimp and mm. it's to the point where you think you're almost asking yourself like is this spoiled but you know it's not spoiled okay. but you can s intensely smell it it almost smells like the chicken and shrimp smell like it's raw oh okay and then that's how it started and then as it progressed it turned into a spoiled taste mm. to where i couldn't even eat so like for the 17 days i probably think like i ate probably three days a lot of the other times i was eating fruit granola bars drinking mm -hmm. um water trying to drink tea so garlic onion those things have really sour yeah, taste in yeah. my mouth Aww. um so that's been really hard and developing my taste back is like really hard because it make you don't know what you're gonna eat that's gonna taste bad you just know it when you taste it mm -hmm. um so yeah, I had COVID and I'm just happy. And then what happened is I kept testing positive after I felt better. So after nine days, I think I tested again for COVID and it, my test was still positive. Mm -hmm. Then I went again, my test was still positive. And then I went two days later and finally last Wednesday or yeah, last Wednesday, if you listen into this on a Monday morning, last Wednesday, I tested negative finally and i was just like thank you because what people don't talk about with covid is isolation is very depressing and i know that a lot of people know that but when you have to experience mm -hmm. it it's real like being in my house and not interacting with people physically not going to work after a week, it was torturous to me. I was just like, and I was, when I found my, when I got my negative results, I was crying mm -hmm. because it was really hard for me to be home. Like, and then also what real, what I really struggled with was, um, I told my friend, I think that I, my self-worth is found in my productivity. 
So not being able to be productive made me feel really low about myself. It made me feel like a bum. It made me feel like I wasn't doing anything with my life. And I knew I had a virus, but it didn't click like that. I just felt like, girl, you haven't been doing anything. So because COVID makes you very fatigued, it gives you headaches. You can't even focus if you even want to work. Like Mm. it's a weird ass feeling. Like one day I'll go into real it, like detail about like the the feelings but it was crazy it was crazy i don't wish it on anybody not your worst enemy not my worst enemy and like for people who don't come back from this mm. god bless y'all like and god bless the families who had to deal with people who really passed away from covid because it's no joke mm. um it's no joke. And when I was struggling, like when I kept testing positive, you know, Geraldine and Perlene kept telling me, you know what, just be grateful that you have a job where you mm. have sick days. Be grateful that you have a you're living because people die from this virus. And I was hearing them, but I wasn't hearing them. And I because didn't Because you're them. going through it and it's like Right. I'm going through it. Like I'm alone in this in this battle. Right. So I'm well, just I'm, happy I'm COVID free. Well, I'm glad that you're COVID free and uh, cheers to that because I'm really happy that you're COVID free. I was worried, but my anxiety, I tried to keep my anxiety in place because I'm like, oh my gosh. And not because of me, because I, I know me, but I'm like, oh my gosh, my cousin, what we going to do? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you know, I'm like, I, I sent, I sent you a text saying I'll sing outside your door. Just anything. Just keep on telling me, keep on texting me every day and let me know that you're I know. feeling. Quads would send me memes like to make me weird. laugh, yeah, um, to make me feel good. And I, I really appreciated like, no, it. Don't do it. <laughs> Please just let me know. Call me every time. Like I text you, I hear from you for hours. I'm like, what? Why aren't you responding back but to why? me? Why? What are you doing? You but know. Why? But I'm really glad. Um, you're okay. You know. I prayed for. <laughs> I prayed for for weeks because I'm like, for me, I'm like, I know I haven't gotten COVID with the grace of God, but I know of people that have. In mm-hmm. fact, the boo had it before. Um, like a couple months really? back yeah he did and he went over and he was like you know it was it was hard at first you know what i'm saying first day it was kind of tough um yeah. but through the the couple of days it was just different stuff yeah and i will say this a couple years back i got the flu um and i haven't had the flu and over that that's like over 20 years i haven't had the flu um I got the flu one year. I just didn't take the the shot because I was busy. And I'm telling you, if it's like more worse than the flu, it's worse than the flu. I do not want to experience it's it. It's worse than the flu. And I've had, I've never taken the flu shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had the flu. I think I want to say like probably if we lived together almost six years ago or five mm-hmm. years ago, I probably had the flu four years ago. Okay. Four, four or five years ago when I was in Plainfield. Okay. I had the flu and that was horrible, mm-hmm. but it still don't got nothing on COVID. Oh my goodness. Because COVID like it's, it comes in doses. I feel like my flu symptoms lasted like three days mm-hmm. and then I was over it. Literally the first three days of COVID, you're figuring out what the hell is wrong with you because it's not virus symptoms. It's like you have a headache. Your body feels like you've been hit by a truck. Mm-hmm. You have chills galore. And then after that happens, you feel like you're okay. 
and then the flu-like symptoms come. Right. So congestion, mm-hmm. not breathing, mm-hmm. pain in your chest right. when you cough. That lasts for about, I remember I did probably like three days where I could not breathe when I was sleeping. Yeah. It was like full on like. So you couldn't sleep because you're like, I'm, I can't breathe. So yes. I'm not going to sleep. You're just up and you're tired. Oh, yep. that's, that's terrible. And then I, then after those three days, I started to get nausea. Right. So I was almost vomiting like every day. Like then let's not talk about lack of appetite. The paramsia that I'm talking about, where your scent is distorted, you don't know what to eat, you don't know what to taste, and then the nausea. I still have nausea medication that I still take yeah. till now, mm-hmm. um, because sometimes I just don't know. Like it was like d- from nine to twelve a.m. I would go through this phase where my head would spin. Mm-hmm. I would feel like I wanted to throw up. I would actually. Re- regurgitate Mm -hmm. but i wouldn't throw up and it was crazy i was like bro what is happening to me and then um when i like the way i just breathe in when i would do that there would be a sharp pain in my chest i don't have it anymore and whenever i do it i thank god because it's like i don't feel it but there was a sharp pain in my Mm -hmm. chest where you knew like either your chest wasn't empty or there was something going on yo i can't I can't. Yeah. I wouldn't wish COVID. I really do. I wouldn't wish. Shout out to all the people who were asymptomatic mm. when they had COVID because I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. And I mean that. I'm not even exaggerating. I'm not being extra. All of those symptoms mixed with isolation, right. mixed with not being able to go out or just be with your friends and, you know, your family or whatever the case may be. It's real. It's really real and real. Oh my goodness. But you know, my I'm back and I'm better. I'm getting this chatter. <laughs> she's she's he's back in the streets, but we're gonna make sure <laughs> it's gonna be the safe streets, cause you know. <laughs> don't worry, we're gonna make sure of it. <laughs> safety first, safety first, people. But I'm 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 just thankful to God, to be honest. Amen. I'm really thankful to God. And it gives me a newfound sadness and respect for those who have lost people to COVID. Mm-hmm. Because um this virus can kill this virus different. It's real it different. Definitely is. It's different. You know, so anybody who survived COVID. You know, just do what you have to do to build your immune system back up and continuously just keep your immune system on a thousand because I know of people getting COVID or contracting COVID multiple times. Um, So just try your best to just be safe and it's still out here. So be safe. And I'm still not vaccinated. Um, I can't get vaccinated now for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can. Um, I didn't know that, though. That's news to me. What, that I'm not vaccinated? Yeah, yeah I'm not vaccinated. Oh. It's not required yet with okay. my school. I just have to prove a negative test right. every week. Um, but I'm not vaccinated. And now that I just had COVID, I think that I'm not allowed to get the vaccine for a little while. Yeah, yeah you have to wait um, a little bit. I have to wait. Um, so I don't know. I still don't know if I want to get vaccinated. I just don't. I know I have antibodies in my system now. Which is good. Which is very good, mm-hmm. but... You know, I I foresee that I will end up getting the vaccine, mm-hmm. but because I feel like the powers that be are just going to make life complicated, mm-hmm. like if I don't get it. But I hope that 
they start to be a little lax because I think that the COVID vaccine will turn into the flu vaccine. I think it will turn into something where if you work in high risk environments like hospitals and things like that, Mm -hmm. you're going to be forced to get it. But if not, you don't have to. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, yeah. Well, I have, I have, I have to, I have something to add. So, um, I did get the vaccine. Actually, I got the vaccine basically, give or take, it's about to be almost a year ago um, because at the time, the job I was doing, I was in the public. I was always around people, like, regardless. It was like I was going to different environments. I'd be here, there, everywhere. Um, They didn't put a mandate on us, but what I'm hearing is now they're putting a mandate on on them, and they're giving a $500 incentive for those that take. So it's like- Fancy. Yeah, I'm like, well, excuse the fuck. I mean, yeah, finally, (laughs) I went because I was scared, um, and I was thinking about the flu, and I didn't want to feel that way anymore. So I'm like, if I have the opportunity, I went and did that um i also got the flu vaccine as well wow Um, you got both in this season uh no i finished my series last march and i got the flu vaccine like a month ago okay okay. so i was just like minding my business at cvs and i was picking up my medication and the the pharmacist was like do you want a we flu know, shot? Yeah, nah, we know so you can get that's your flu how they shot. Do, do And I'm looking at you. I'm looking at him like, is that going to be safe? Because I don't want to get. I don't want to pass out here. He's like, oh, I'm like, I didn't eat anything. Will that affect it? He's like, no, you'll be fine. So I took it, and you know, I don't like. I don't like needles. So <laughs> he, he put it in. No, no pun intended. Like the needle. I mean, and pause. Um, he yeah, put pause. it in. So I'm just sitting there like, oh my gosh, what if I faint right here? I get anxious, but I was okay. And I just want to say, <laughs> I'm not a fan of needles. I'm not a fan of a lot of things getting stuck in me, uh, except certain stuff. Hey, yo, pause, 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 pause. Sorry, sorry. But um, yeah, I, I did it. Um, my whole take on this whole like vaccine is I feel like unless you are working in like the public or working in like a hospital or something, I do feel like it's important. It, it would be beneficial to get it. Otherwise, I don't think it's necessary to get it unless you you're going to be always in the public, you know. Um, but again, I feel like I hope they don't push like mandates on certain on everybody that's like working in an office like no you need to get it or else you can't be here because we've done our jobs remotely fine you know what i'm saying and i i actually appreciate the remote work because it lessened traffic it w- it, it actually gave added benefit to be home because you don't have to rush put yourself together to jump in a car to go like 40 or 30 or 40 minutes away mm-hmm. you can do your job from home we've proven that but now the go- you know some companies are like uh, I should say the government more so. It's like, right. no, you need to be in a building because like schools, uh, public like office, you know what I'm saying, office that need to have buildings there. They're kind of making, forcing people like, no, we're not going to make remote work mandatory. Like example, in my county, they're still going through, like our union is fighting to say, listen, let's at least get like two days where we do remote work. Is right. it necessary we need For to us come? To be in office. Yeah, like we've we've proven how it works. So it's kind of like it's it, it's a really it's a really crazy war out there. Yeah, the I feel like it's making it the only thing the vaccine I really care about is like the fact that I can't go to a lot of shows, like especially in New, New York. York. Yep. Um, 
I can't go to a lot of shows and things like that. And I really love live uh, entertainment and I can't, but I don't ever want a live show or an entertainment thing to be the reason I get a vaccine. Like yeah. I, I, if I'm going to get a vaccine, it's not going to be because of that. Yeah, It's not going to be because I can't go to a, you. So I have to make that decision for myself mm-hmm. and I have to figure out if I'm going to do it or if I'm not going to do it. But yeah, New York is not playing. They yeah, are not, New York playing. Is not playing. New Jersey, a little bit lenient. New York mm-hmm. is not playing, New York at is all. not playing at all. And I'm like, I've been to New York past everything a couple of times. And yeah, they're not. They're but not New playing. York is also like, I feel like a Mecca. It's not mm-hmm. really, a, although it's really close to New Jersey. I feel like New York is like the epicenter of a lot of, uh, it's like the Hollywood of the East Coast. Yes, yes. So I can imagine that they would have a lot of restrictions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and they would have to do that because they're epicenter. Like, it's right. a lot of important stuff happened there. So it is what it is. But, mm-hmm. you know, we'll I, see. I, yeah, we'll see how New Jersey is. Because usually New Jersey is, they, they like copy New York. But it's like, listen, like, we need money. So whatever is like bringing the money, they're going to be like, nah, we need to to keep it. So I really think because if they start saying, no, you can't get into a building or an event without being vaccinated, you know how much money they're going to lose up in here already? So I, I don't think they're willing to do that right now. Yeah. Um, oh, I have a COVID cocktail. So I had a COVID, to- COVID cocktail. cocktail. Yeah, this is the COVID cocktail I use, you guys. Okay, so it's it's mixed of pills, not not illegal pills, but like pills and stuff and like drinks that will work. So this is my my personal one. I use Echinacea, okay? The tablets, like the Echinacea complex, they say take six tablets. Nobody's taking six tablets a, a day. day. Oh. Yeah, nobody's doing that, especially when it's like 30 tablets in that. No. So what I do is I take two tablets because you got to have a little bit. You know, the zinc, zinc is nice, but it also... I don't mean to be graphic or stuff, but it can make you constipated a little bit. So take a zinc pill probably twice a week. I take zinc daily. Okay, good for you, sir. <laughs> um, take a zinc pill, like I will take it twice a week, right? Great. Vitamin C. Vitamin C, I would probably take three times a week. I take vitamin, vitamin C daily as well. That's very good. Because vi- actually you could, and you can actually just eat an orange and it'll be fine. But I take the like the thousand milligram. Um, that's a soft, I take a soft uh, gel. It's really good. Uh, it's It tastes like just like citrus too. So it's like a very mm-hmm. good, easy digestible pill. Also, I've gotten into probiotics. Probiotics are very important. A lot of people do not know this, but like it's very important that we have healthy, we have healthy bacteria that like is in our in our system that we need. And to take a probiotic helps a lot. It's important to use the bathroom. It's important. I really care about this stuff now because I feel like it helps me like concentrate on bigger things Mm -hmm. so a probiotic is important you guys also for those that have money and for those that don't have money i have a solution in whole foods there is a beet juice it's nine dollars but this beet juice i kid you not it tastes nasty but you will feel like a better person after you ingest it you don't you just take a little small cup of it Mm -hmm. and yeah it'll turn your red um, you can. What? You, how many times do you take it? Um, my mom finished it, but 
I got scared because it turned my pee red and yes. I didn't know anything beets do with that. beets do, does that. Mm-hmm. I, I never knew that. Sometimes so I get cold pressed juices with beets mm-hmm. and it'll, it, if it's pure, pure, it'll change your pee to red. I got mm-hmm. so scared. I'm like sitting at work. I went to the bathroom at work and it happened and I'm like, oh my gosh. So I realized it was beets. The the killer is escaping. <laughs> I thought. I thought. It, I don't know where that's from, but I got scared. It's a TikTok. It's escaping. <laughs> I got so scared. I really did, you guys. So beet juice is really good. Um, now for those on the lower scale budgets, in in Walmart, they sell these organic juices. I have one that's a lemon. I bought a lemon, uh, garlic, and turmeric one. Very good. Very good. Are you enjoying yourself over there? Mm-hmm. I think you're ready for the streets. That's what you're ready for. Who wants, to listen? Who wants to listen to this? Who wants to listen to my lecture? Nah, you're going, ready for the streets, okay? Going, oh, and 100% cranberry juice. Yeah. Okay. Very, very good stuff. So, oh, and there's this African, I remember the soursop bitters I told yeah, you about. Yeah, soursop will help save your life. It will. It'll help you with multitude of things, mm-hmm. not just like viruses, bacteria, high blood pressure, uh, all ki- kinds of stuff. A uh, kidney, ki- kidney cleansing, all that stuff. It's disgusting as hell. So I would suggest drinking juice after you take like two teaspoons of it, but it will save your life. That's my rant for my COVID cocktail. I'm done now. Thank you. I like that. I like the idea of that COVID cocktail. Pause. Um, Cocktails. I throw that ass back. See if he gonna catch you. Yeah, we're really enjoying ourselves because we're back. Uh, Gary's back in these streets. I need everybody to be aware. Okay. Gary's- I'm a villain. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. You've been watching TikTok, have you? You've been watching, you've been watching. Nah, you know, I like I like mulatto. I like that song. Throw that ass back. See if you gonna get you. Give it to him till he like John. Hey She, she he's back. She is back. Okay, I'm just kidding. All right. I'm glad so, you're enjoying yourself. Um, I love it. Yeah, that's we spent 30 minutes, guys, talking to you about COVID. Um, but yeah, stay safe. Listen to uh, Quatley's COVID cocktails. Yes, um, if you can. Or listen to the list and see if you like what you like. Uh, daily, I take vitamin C. I take zinc. I take a digestive enzyme that oh. has a probiotic oh, very with good. it. Yes, we can um, do that. I take folic acid. I take vitamin D once a week because I have the 50,000 units. Um, I do take a nausea medicine now. Um, and other than that, I try to like do like Trader Joe's have has these lemon ginger shots. Oh, nice. Um, so I like those. But I had started making them myself because it's so much cheaper. Yeah, save the money. Um, save the money. So. And I try to eat a lot of fruits for breakfast or oatmeal mm-hmm. for breakfast. Um, and I do try to drink, eat a lot of fruits um, and stuff like that, that or vegetables, et cetera, et cetera. So there's many ways to help build the immune system. And all these things will help you. But the truth, the sadness is that no matter how I believe um, distinct your health is or mm-hmm. high in health you are, sometimes the powers that be or sometimes the virus and how it attacks your body can still take over. But I mean, it's better to be as preventive 
preventative as possible yes than not preventative so like you know just do some of this stuff and see and shout out to everybody who has not contracted covid yes. like anybody who has not contracted covid um i literally thought i was somebody i thought i was never gonna get it i was like girl you free you free and then it caught me it caught you girl um but yeah so on to other things so class we're not going to talk too much about too many things but mm -hmm. i want to talk uh to you about and i think i've had this conversation on the podcast before but i really want to talk about how your taste for uh for people mm -hmm. or situations has changed as you have matured this is a very good i'm glad you asked me this I, okay so elaborate why are you this glad is a I'm very asking, good i asked that this is a very good that's a very good question you asked me so i feel as i got older and matured that i don't necessarily need a person to basically I feel like when I was younger, I was a little bit more emotional and clinging on people. I think that stemmed. Now I know what that stems from. Um, but now that I'm older, I feel like I do not need people around me to, let's say, like validate who I am. I felt like a lot of times when I was younger, I needed that mm. to constantly tell me, you know, I'm this, I'm that in order for me to feel better about myself. So I've come to realize in, in this time or this season, I really do not need a lot of people to let me know that. So um, back in the day, I noticed my friends, that was the only reason I dealt with certain people and had a certain group of friends because they were so-called popping or they, they were like, you know, doing this. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. So now that I'm older, I'm like, I really did not need that. I felt mm. like that was a big insecurity. Slowly getting over that now. And I'm like, you definitely did not need that particular, let me say those particular people around. It was basically just for that moment. And that's, and that's pretty much it. Anything else? What about like with men? I love that you brought up like friendship first. Oh, oh Or true, just men. like, um... Um, just in general mm -hmm. uh, is there anything specific to like men like attraction that maybe in your youth you were attracted to but now that you're older mm -hmm. you're just you just don't need it or like it's not necessary like your okay. your palette mm -hmm. of interest has matured yeah. in what ways when I it comes to I, men i think i used to like a lot of roughnecks you know what i'm saying like i got a one show got it with roughneck i still kind of do though <laughs> but <laughs> i'm like before back in the days <laughs> back in the days when i was okay i used to i used to really deal and not really care where you came from what you did all that kind of stuff as long as you served me the d no offense that was the truth be real i'm being being honest as long as you did that correctly we were straight but now i realize it's really not about that because different things come into play now it's like listen like what are your goals one day i woke up i'm like what are your goals a specific x that you know that helped you with your tv yes i'm aware yes i'm aware i was in that situation on and off for seven years right 
And I think initially going back to a little bit of what I said earlier about the validation of somebody making you feel good. That was that person. He made me feel like important. But then I've come to realize like he really didn't have anything going for himself. I just stood on I just stood on the fact that he made me feel important. He made me feel wanted. Mm. Right. For such a long time. And then it's like, yo, I'm like in my third. I'm I'm like in my late 20s and I'm sitting here like, yo, there, there's, there was nothing. There was no growth. There was mm. no potential to do anything else. I'm ready to move on to next step. I'm ready. I'm ready to get impregnated. Like that's where I was going. But and he, he didn't just, have kids. No, not at that time. He still doesn't have kids, right? No, he does. Oh, he, he does. got two. Um, since since putting up my TV. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, he got two, and yeah, they're they're about ten months apart. But that's a whole different story. Oh. Um, well, you dodged so, the bullet. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, you know. So, but I'm I'm happy now. Mm. So I feel like again, I just. Whitman, I just wanted to feel pretty. I wanted to feel loved. I wanted them to tell me what I felt I wasn't getting at so home. So roughneck. Roughneck. People being he around be you. That had to be a thug. So people being around you that uh, provided you with some type of validation. Right, right. And like hard around the edges, guys. Very. Okay. I needed them to be, to, to talk, talk nasty and rough to me. I like that. That kind of attracted me and I didn't. I need help. You know what I've learned? Uh, Like you, Mm -hmm. I have learned that actually as we grow as women, especially women, is that our palate constantly actually evolves. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes the mistake we make is that by thinking that when we are attracted to something new, our palate has changed And it's changed for good. Mm -hmm. And that's where it changes. Because that's something I feel like I've experienced as well. Um, I would, uh, I love that you brought up friendship because I wasn't even going to talk about friendship, but I will. Mm -hmm. So the first one I'll say is that I feel like I always needed friends who needed me mm. but who who could never really provide me with anything and that was a really big issue for me i like to do things for people i like to make people feel special you're a pleaser i like to i am yeah you're a I, I like to make people feel um wanted needed anything good that you could feel if i could be a bearer of that feeling i'm okay with that but what i learned is that a lot of that sometimes makes you dry it dries mm-hmm. you out and who likes to be dry nobody likes I to don't. be nobody likes to be dry anyway but um on a serious note like it really depletes you mm-hmm. and um it's just not healthy it, it it feels good when you pour in and somebody can pour back into you yes. and that's for friendship that's for relationships that's mm. for any a job it's for anything when you pour out and you can be refilled that's a beautiful thing so i think Amen. that as i matured that was something that i had to learn about myself that i don't like pouring out right. and emptying myself and yeah. i know that on a base level that sounds like pretty common sense like nobody likes that but some people or at at my uh worst there was a time when i didn't care if i was burnt out mm-hmm. as long as i was helping somebody that was cool but when you 
when that tick goes off and you go off for no reason or you wild out for no reason, that will start to tell yourself or tell you about yourself and how much mm-hmm. that type of environment or those type of circumstances are not for you, right. you know? And then when it comes to men, I think that... Huh, because I had dated, I always thought I loved roughnecks. I was like, gotta, I was like, you quads gotta mm-hmm. what show? Gotta get a roughneck. Gotta, and then I dated a softie, and I was like, oh, I love it here. Aww. And then I was like, no, I don't love oh, it here. Oh. I don't love it here. He doesn't it. know how to express himself, he doesn't know how to tell me anything. Tell I'm me. always in the dark. Mm. And then what I realized is that. What I really need is balance. So I can't balance. really do the softy because a nonchalant guy mm-hmm. is dangerous. Yep. Very dangerous. And the, the, the thing is, if you are used to dealing with guys who are not nonchalant, dealing with a nonchalant guy at first will be very appeasing Mm -hmm. you will be attracted to that calmness that ability to never really get angry never uh while out never show emotion Mm -hmm. and then what you will realize is that when you want to fight and when I say fight, I don't mean in a toxic yeah. manner. I mean when you want to engage in discourse, mm-hmm. when you want to express your feelings, when you want to really get over a hump, you will notice that that nonchalant attitude is completely and and utterly opposite to solving any issue. That's, that's really not true. what you're looking for that, that's, either. That's truth. That's truth. I, I, I can dig that. Yeah. I understand it, what you mean. It, it was really frustrating mm-hmm. because when I met somebody who was so much soft spoken than who anybody I ever, ever dealt with, I was like, wow, this is nice. This is peaceful. I don't want to yell at him. I don't want to argue with him. I don't. And then when some situations call for the arguing, mm-hmm. some situations. And when I couldn't get that, I was like oh this what we doing so i'm never gonna be allowed to engage i'm never gonna be allowed to express myself i can't do this Mm -hmm. i can't so i feel like your palette number one as women or just people your palette is constantly evolving and i also feel like your you is just your you the person who's going to fit your mold when it comes to the opposite sex not Mm -hmm. friends but the person who's going to fit your mold is just going to fit your mold and they may they may have a little bit of this and a little bit of that Mm -hmm. they may not just be what you thought like the complete package of what you thought you wanted but i can't do a nonchalant guy i need okay um i can't do a nonchalant guy and i just i can't i just yeah me neither yeah i can't do a nonchalant guy i need somebody who is it's like i don't want you to yell at me i don't want you to argue with me i don't want you to make me feel unsafe but i need to know that you are willing to go there if if that is necessary i really need to know that you're willing to go there because mm, it's nothing like a man that will not engage in I don't want to call it an argument. 
I feel like the word that I keep thinking of is discourse because some men are so calm and I don't know what, maybe I would have to talk to a man about why being calm and being quiet and choosing not to engage is a defense mechanism for some men. But like, I know that's a defense mechanism for some men, but the point I'm trying to make is I, I don't know. I can't do that. You're going to have to express yourself with me because that I feel like that. I don't know. That's a that's a trigger for me. And I I, when I met a guy who wasn't as mm, wasn't as outspoken or as wild or aggressive as my ex I was like wow I like this and then when it was time to go back and forth about things that were of importance to me or things that were of importance to the livelihood of whatever it is we were doing we got nowhere we didn't we didn't get anywhere and that was very problematic for me like it was it was a problem it was a big problem and I just I just couldn't do it. So I think that in life you need a balance. And I would hope that even nonchalant guys would know that um, at some point you're going to have to open up or you're going to lose. You're going to lose what's most important to you. If you don't open your mouth and express how you feel, you are going to lose what's important to you. I totally agree. Yeah. that was funny i had a i quietly went to the bathroom yeah it was it was a great experience so i was just talking and then she came back and she didn't really hear what i was saying but she said she totally agreed i totally agree you can't always have a nonchalant guy you need like a balance of both and i think i'm at that stage where i kind of i found i kind of found my balance Mm. You know, like, oh, don't wrong. let me don't step don't let me step all over you because my mouth is ruthless. Like sometimes you got to shut me down. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, oh, you're right. But like, don't scare me. Don't scare me either. Yeah. Turn don't me scare on. Me. Like th- the point is be be rough enough to get my attention to be like it's not evil. It's not something. But you like you're you got my attention, mm-hmm. you know, enough to be like, oh, because I'm not going to lie. Like I get bored real quickly. I know so, that about you. Yeah, I get bored very quickly. Mm-hmm. You know my turnaround rate. Yeah. It's two months. <laughs> my turnaround rate is But we're doing good right now. We're, doing, we're in a good place. We're in a very, very nice place. And I want to be here for the duration of my days. Okay? Okay. All right. So we you talked like about um, how our palates have matured with us um, in attraction or lack of attraction. Do looks mean everything to you? Not Still? anymore. They used to. They used to. I, I needed a certain type. I wanted the freaking amazing build everything. Now, I just need a dude that is attractive for me. Facially, cosmetically attractive. He's good. But like the body, you got to understand the body, as long as we can deal with your body, that's fine. Because seriously, I'm trying to get a six pack and I haven't even gotten that yet. So but you look good. I, I try my best. Thank you, cuz oh. Thank you, you my man. Because I try to put it together, but I don't have like the money for surgeries. I don't have You don't need the, surgery. Well, if I you had don't need the money, anything. I would be doing You don't some. need anything. You're perfect. Thank thank you. 
Gary, that's why you're my we favorite know, male the whole The streets know you're perfect. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of figured that. But I still, for me, in my mind, I'm not. There's always something that needs to be done. So, but but um, for me, it's like my partner, I just want them to be comfortable in their body as well as I'm trying to be comfortable in mine. And then when mm-hmm. we share our bodies, that's a spiritual connection. <laughs> You know, I can't get over the looks. I wish I could get over the looks. Mm -hmm. And I wish I could. I wish when we talk about palettes, I wish that's something that would find its way (laughs) off my palette. But I can't. You got to be fan. You gotta be. See, I can see that. You gotta be fan. Because Gary, Gary, Gary is 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 you. Gary is beautiful, and I'm like, Gary can't just be with some like. You gotta be my my offspring. But gotta be cute. My offspring gotta be cute, and you gotta be fine. And I—that's my problem. No, that's it's my problem. It's standards. But you, know you gotta be. You you gotta be fine. Yeah, there's certain standards that they have to. Meet yeah, you gotta be. Not gonna. You, you gotta be a little cute. You gotta be a little cute for me. I and understand. I wish. I don't know. I've never really let. Uh, I don't know. I I've I think that not so attractive men mediocre. Are, who are yeah who who are up to par have a lot of um possibilities to get with a lot of pretty women or even vice versa whatever i think that then you your personality has to be bomb right your your confidence has to be bomb i'm just not there yet it's okay um but also attraction is subjective because somebody i find attractive you could find hideous yeah and vice versa and vice, yeah. so as long as i find you attractive i guess we could say um as long as i find you attractive then that's important to me i need to find you beautiful but that is that is kind of important too because if you're going to kiss this person every day if you're going to look at that person deep in the eyes it's like you need to have that connection with them. You're going to have, you're going to need to, but then it brings me to the, this is interesting. So there's a girl I used to go to high school with. She's like a year older than me or two years older than me. Very, very pretty girl. Like I remember in high school, she was pretty as hell. Her ex-boyfriend was fine as hell in high school, but then she ended up marrying like a dude you would never think she'd be with. Dude Mm. is not the most, I will just say not the most, ca- let me say cosmetically graced, okay? Because I'm not going to say great. cosmetically challenged, that's messed up. Uh-huh. You know, ended up marrying him, having kids with him. And I feel like probably for her, this was who she felt secure enough to build a family with. Because she was not like a cocky chick when she could have been. She was ve- she is a very pretty woman. Mm. She is not a cocky girl. She never was. She was humble. Very humble. She came from a, she comes from a very good family too. But I feel like probably with everything that's happened, probably this guy appealed was it was his soul. Probably her soul and his soul matched and she just looked beyond looks. And that can happen. And God bless those that could, because somewhere along the line, me too, I kind of have to have an attraction to you. I'm sorry. Mm. I I feel that, but. I also feel like a lot of people always talk about how, uh, like letting go of that, you know, the cute guy syndrome kind of 
like helped propel them into a different stratosphere. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't, but I feel like when people like, when people gave a chance to the guy mm-hmm. that they wouldn't typically give a chance to, mm-hmm. sometimes it ends up being the greatest love story ever. I find that, can, that happens a lot. Yeah, that Like, can I happen. wasn't really attracted to him at first. I really wasn't sure about him at first. You hear that so much, and right. then it's like he ends up being the love of your life. And it's like, I'm too rigid to ever let somebody who is not who I'm not attracted to even get inside anywhere. It's okay, sir. I was going to say you're too manly, but uh, but you Whatever. said rigid. You said rigid. rigid. Okay. I like rigid. It's like, I don't even know if I can make it to the point where it's like, I'm saying, you know what? I never would have thought. Like, Do never. you think you could start with one thing? I know the height thing is off the table, so we're off not even going to do that. Absolutely. We're not going to even get to there. Can we start? I made an exception and you see how that went. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. We're going to talk. We're never doing that again. We're going to talk positivity into your life. So could you make an exception? Let's say a specific hairdo. You know something else I'm not attracted to? I'm not attracted to bald guys. Although I do think okay. Morris Chestnut is fine. Mm-hmm. I do think there are a plethora of black men who I are bald, who I think are fine. Per, on a personal level okay <laughs> i'm not really attracted to men who do not have hair i don't i'm trying to think of i never talked to a man who like even um old boy mm-hmm. that happened now okay. when i was with him he was he had hair okay and you know god don't like ugly so <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever happens Dang. to you after you leave me <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh my goodness. Whatever that, happens to you after you leave me, truth. that's ain't what that happens. The truth. Oh my goodness. But <laughs> while you're with me, I'm a hair girl. I I, I like hair. Whatever happened, that's a good that's a good one. We going that's a good one. So <laughs> I'm I'm a hair girl. I like hair. What about what about nose? What if his nose is big? But he was still overall. I like my Negro built with Jackson Five Nine. Okay, so Jackson Five. So you'll you'll take that. I'm okay with that. Okay. What if he has a unibrow? <laughs> no. <laughs> but what if it can be shaped? Yeah, make sure it's shaped. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> if it's not, we that's problematic. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're you're right. Okay. The only people when I think of unibrow, I think of light skinned guys, and I don't like light skinned guys anyway. They are so. some brown skinned dudes with some unibrows. Really? They just know how to. I guess the ones I know either pluck them or do something. But there's some brown skinned ones. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I don't know. If you keep your unibrow in check, then we're if good. It's nicely shaped. Yeah. We're and no, and shout out to those with unibrows because you know what? I got no brows, so I would Me die too. for I don't a unibrow. Got no. I wouldn't die for a unibrow, but I don't have no brows either. So at I'm, least if I had it, then I could shape it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay, I understand, sir. Um, yeah. So I, I honestly think we've reached the end of the podcast. Quad. Are you kidding? Oh my goodness! Are you kidding me? It's been an hour. Oh my goodness! I only have my watch. That's why I'm like usually I'll be like this. But, yeah, it's okay. been fifty four minutes. Oh my goodness! It this went has by been fast. A blast. Oh. Um, we could talk about so much more, but I also have to use the bathroom. Okay. And um, and we have a turn up to go to. Yeah, so. we have to go. Yeah. We have to go to make it to what it do. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
so yeah thank you guys for listening to the this is 30 podcast only two more episodes and well one more episode and then we're at 100 i can't believe we made it here Ah! we're here we are here so thank you to every and anybody who has supported the this is 30 podcast i really appreciate you and you know i still don't know what i'm doing for the 100th episode i kind of had an idea and then i scratched it and i don't want to do it anymore so i'm trying to figure out what i want to do in replace of it and it's kind of hard to get my idea off the ground in new jersey um but i will figure out what i want to do for the 100th episode and um, I'll let y'all know what's gonna happen for the three year anniversary as well. But Yay. yeah, and we gonna be here and support. You heard. So thank you so much for listening to the This Is Thirty podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, and a mama and a cousin and a zaddy and a baby zaddy and a, baby and a boyfriend, grandma, <laughs> and they're the love of their life, <laughs> and all and the, the sides pe- and the sides and well. the sides we can't leave and the, the sides. sides. Make sure they there. tell the sides to listen to the this is 30 podcast you guys have a beautiful week be blessed be bold be you peace peace